This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins, where Christian music doesn't suck. is back with a second look into the music found at this year's Audio Feed Festival. Well, last week we aired the harder music found at the festival. This week we explore the softer side. And you know, I love being at an event and hearing a band that takes me totally by surprise. And that was certainly the case with our opening song, Illuminate, from the seven-member family band, The Hunts. And I've been hearing a lot, and I do mean a lot of this band, since they've become my wife's new favorite, and she's had their CD playing absolutely constantly. (laughs) Well, tonight we have a trio of interviews with some of the artists who were at Audio Feed. The Jericho Harlot, Must Build Jacuzzi, and The Still Small Voice all join us. But first I have one of the artists who said I missed seeing. Zoo, with their psychedelic-flavored indie rock, is amazing. Here's their song, Deserts. 
the antidotes here with the Jericho Harlot. What a name. You've got to tell me about it. Um, really, it's, uh, it's the story of Rahab. Rahab was a prostitute. She was a whore. And uh, she was still obedient and faithful to God, um, even to the point of the destruction of a city. And uh, that is faithfulness. We should all strive to have that kind of faithfulness towards God. You know, this coming from someone that you wouldn't expect. Really, the, the meaning behind the name is faith in unconventional people, unconventional places, finding, finding God working in places that you really wouldn't expect. Some Christian bands have a mission. They're out there to accomplish something. Other people are out there to perform. Do you guys have a particular focus? Uh, well, I mean, at first it was just to perform, and I think that you know God's really done a lot with uh, the band and given us opportunity to, you know, write songs that you know have a bigger purpose, uh, more about struggles that you know can I, other people can identify with. So, um, you know, lately we've been put in a position to kind of play places and play songs off this new record that God can use a little bit better. So, yeah, I think I think the opportunity's there now more than it has been in the past so are you actually orienting your music towards christians non-christians well i think it's towards anybody i mean you can hear the struggle with faith in the music and i think that's part of the thing that what makes faith awesome is that we need more of it you know we constantly need more of it so um being reminded of the things that yeah, in our life that hasn't gone right, but God's been there through all of it. Um, you know, it's kind of a message in its own. So yeah, I think it's for anybody, but it's directed more at non-Christians. So. What about the music itself? you got to describe the style. We always just call it rock and roll. We're a three-piece band, bass, drums, uh, guitar. Uh, we survive on harmonies. Um, we like good vocals and... Uh, as, as many harmonies as we can, can get, you know, usually it's just two parts because there's only two of us that sing, but uh, like on the record, you'll hear three parts, four parts. Even on this new record coming up, there's even a five-part harmony. But it, to me, it's just good rock and roll. It, it's not overly aggressive, um, but it's not so laid back either. You know, when, when we write stuff, it's very guitar-driven, that's for sure. And withdrawing your name from the Bible... Is that also where your lyrical content's coming from? Not so much, I don't think. I mean, Johnny kind of hit on it before. It's more about the struggles that we have in our own lives, the struggles that we see our friends go through. Sure. Where, where we're at in the States, uh, we have a huge epidemic of heroin. Um, almost everybody that lives there knows somebody that struggles with that drug. Um, like this record coming up, a lot of it's written about vices, you know, whether that vice be money, alcohol, heroin, TV, you know, relationships, whatever it may be. Um, and, and we take all those things and all our stuff and we pile it up and here's Jesus over here. We've now moved him from being the forefront to putting him on the back burner. But yet he loved us so much he carries everything that we bring on his shoulders to the point where his sweat turns to blood. That's what the scripture says. Yet here we are with all the stuff putting it first instead of putting him first that's the that's kind of the the goal behind this record coming out which is going to be called salt and light well you brought up the point about vices what about you as a musician could not playing music and being entirely focused on it at times become a vice for you i guess it could i mean you know you can take anything and probably turn it into to a vice in the bible maybe it was referred to as an idol you know, anything that, that you find more important than your relationship with God then becomes an idol. Um, you know, so again, whether it's money or TV or relationships or whatever it may be, it becomes a vice. So it, it could be very easy to, to take something like this because this is a lot of fun. This is kind of like a, a stress reliever for us, you know, from our normal everyday work life and family life. And we can, we can get in the rehearsal space and, and just put all that stuff away for a minute and play some rock and roll, you know, and smile and have fun and cut up and joke and laugh. But at the same time, encourage each other and, you know, pray with each other. But uh, I, I think you can take anything in this world and turn it into an idol or turn it into a vice, that's for sure. And what about relationship with Christ? 
you know, some people, they hit one level and constantly stay there. Is that a good thing, being a Christian, to stay at one level, or should it continuously evolve? Yeah, I think that, um, man, I struggle with my faith every day, and I've been a Christian my entire adult life. Um, there was a time when I thought I was a Christian, and then I realized that I wasn't, so um, God revealed some things to me about grace. The cool part about it is uh, he uses the Jericho Heart to do it a lot of times when I'm writing these lyrics and stuff. Um, some of these songs, there's a couple of them that are to me lyrically, and there's there's some that are from me lyrically, and there's some that are about situations that you know I needed to understand a little bit better. So I mean, through the writing process, it helps. It even you know it's therapeutic for me kind of to to work through some of those issues too lyrically. So you mentioned about the new recording. Any plans for a release date for that yet? We don't necessarily have a release date. Um, the The new record's going to be called Salt and Light. That's a track, or actually it's going to be two tracks on the record. Um, we don't have a date. Uh, we're hoping that it's going to be the end of the summer, early fall. Um, making records on your own is expensive. We, As we make a little extra scratch here and there, we throw it into the record and... and uh, go to the studio and, and get it done. We're, we're very fortunate to be working with a good friend of mine named Elton Clifton uh, in the studio, and he's taken great care of us. Uh, the studio is called New Fidelity in Cincinnati, Ohio there. And here at Audio Feed, we brought a little pre-release of the record that is really only available here. We're not putting it on the Internet. We're not putting it on iTunes. If you want it, you got to be here to get it. And we're going to feature a song called Two by Two. What's the emphasis in that song? Um, that song really is... Um it's really a struggle with doing the things that you want to do because you can, but at the same time, them not being holy. And, and what I mean by that is a lot of times as Christians, we take liberties, um, things and lifestyle choices we can because grace covers everything, right? So we tend to take a lot of liberties with what God has to say. We take a lot of liberties with God's law. Two by two is one of those situations where um, you, you're continually running away from what you what you know you should be and burying it beneath alcohol, which is a really easy thing to do. You don't have to be an alcoholic to have an issue with trying to numb out when God's trying to talk to you, and that's really what 2 by 2 is about. It's just kind of pushing him away and pushing him away and him breaking through anyways. The Antidote's been visiting with the Jericho Harlot. Guys, thanks so much for joining in. Oh, thanks You're for, welcome. Thanks yeah. for having us. I'm glad, I'm glad we're neighbors here at Audio Feed. This has been awesome. It's been great. I don't hear anything. Hear whispers of girls come to me. It's not my fault they live inside of that they found a place to hide. Pull spirits down my throat tonight. Sleep.
Two by two from the upcoming release, Salt and Light. And if you like that punk-edged rock from the Jericho Harlot, you're going to love our next songs. Two bands came out of the history books to play audio feed. One Bad Pig is coming up with See Me Sweat. But first, we have a band who's going to be featured on The Antidote in just a few weeks. Huntington's with I'm Not Going Downtown. so happy to find that a ska band I just love was doing a surprise set at audio feed. So how could I resist but to tag Must Build Jacuzzi for a talk and play their song Husk? The antidote meets the ska of Must Build Jacuzzi 
you guys have the most insane live shows. Well, thank you. We, we do pride ourselves on that. Uh, it's something that I think we've always been interested in because, I mean, a lot of bands can get up there and, you know, play. But what's the point of going to a show if you're not going to be stage diving and running around and yelling and screaming and all sorts and, of and I And I feel like it's not something we try to do. We don't go, hey, we need to try to be crazy. It's just something that happens. We yeah. get into the music. It's just music we're really passionate about, and it just, you know, moves us. So, And you guys were the fill-in for another band here at Audio Feed. And it was insane because you packed the venue. Yeah, we had some previous experience in uh, audio feed in the last couple of years. We didn't play last year, uh, but the years before that. So people kind of knew us. Uh, and then uh, we are from central Illinois. So, you know, we're all out from an hour here. So people at least kind of have heard of us. Uh, so I guess that's why they come to see us. <laughs> yeah. And why ska? What's the attraction? Uh, I just really love everything about the genre. I love the offbeat. I love the upstrokes of the guitar. I love walking bass lines. I love horn sections. I love the mixture that third gen ska had uh, where it added punk to the mix and then where nowadays modern bands are just adding all sorts of elements. There's ska hip hop bands. There's ska rap bands. I mean, look at the last couple albums from the Supertone, stuff like that, you know? People always add stuff to it and it just makes it better. It's like a gumbo, if you will. It's such an umbrella under the genre that you can kind of do anything you want with it. You don't have to stick to, you know, just one type of ska. I feel like I'm a ska band. It's like there's just so many different things that can go along with that. But the biggest question has to be with you guys. Here you are. I'm not going to ask age, but I'm looking at you saying, okay, you guys weren't even born when ska was sort of not sliding into insignificance because it never will. But it was certainly not in the same realm of popularity. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess... It's kind of, I grew up in the Cornerstone Festival that used to be around. So I've always like, you know, heard of bands. I'm like, Five Iron, the Supertones, those are neat. Uh, but I never really got into them until I was probably around like 10 years old. And I was like, I like punk music. Uh, and I was at a Christian <laughs> a Christian bookstore and I saw an album by Five Iron called Cheeses. And I was like, haha, this album is called About Cheese. Let's listen to it. And I was like, hey, this is pretty good. Classic <laughs> album. That's why I grew to love you had actually closed up for a bit. You weren't even operating as a band. What brings Must Build Jacuzzi back? That was really just kind of a combination of the past five shows that we played when we were before the hiatus, uh, we were without horn players. It was, you know, we'd say, hey, we got a show coming up. And they're like, I can't make it. You know, so we played a lot of hornless shows and a lot of the songs that we write are crafted so the horns will complement the music. So we just really felt something was missing. And since it wasn't working out in our schedules, we just decided it might be best at the time to just call it quits for a little bit, you know, see what happens down the road. Yeah, and after some, uh, after some side projects that went well and some others that went not so well, uh, we had our horn players kind of their schedule freed up again and our trombone player moved back to the area and we were like, listen, we can really give this a go now that we're all kind of free and we're not dealing with college as much anymore. So let's just kind of work together and bring it back and do what we love. Is there actually a ska revival going on? There is most definitely always going to be a scene of ska. Uh, I know for sure, even at Audio Feed this year, we are not the only ska band. There's Dad Jokes from Indiana is playing uh, so there's always going to be a scene for it. Revival, uh, I'm not sure if it'll ever reach mainstream popularity again, uh, but in the punk scene, it's definitely always going to be there. And what about the future for Must Build Jacuzzi? What's up next? Well, uh, you know, now that we're all kind of around the area, we're going to just try to keep recording. We're working on a five-song EP right now that we're mostly finished with. We just got to add vocals, horns, and, you know, touch it up a bit and mix it. But um, uh, I, I just got married. Uh, I'm, I'm living two hours away right now near uh, St. Louis, but I drove up the other day for practice and, you know, just going to keep making that work, you know, writing songs, practicing and trying to, we're going to really try to branch out of Peoria a little bit and try to, you know, get some uh, on some other festivals and you know, other cities. Yeah, we're really looking at uh, something we never really had a chance to do before because we were all so busy was uh, any kind of touring, even just weekend gigs or stuff around the Midwest uh, was something we haven't done. That's really, we're like, listen, we got the time for it we can make this happen, so. Must build jacuzzi. Guys, thanks for joining in. No problem, yeah, glad you. to be here. Cause I am he, he is me, we are the same and now I see it's so very clear why I'm still here, running in circles like I do every year. And I will always comply, never ask myself why. I'm such a mess, say I'll do my best even though I hardly ever try. 
from the train you've been riding on Or what's the regret from your hands? You gotta fill your mind with new horizons Or your dreams will pack the bags Break the spark, get out of boiler When you get up in the morning, put a spray in your stomach But you can dust off of your feet Step out into the street Everything, everything's gonna be alright Gonna be alright Everything, everything's gonna be Mike Maines in the branches with Everything's Gonna Be Alright. I've been a big fan of Josh Carroll's for a long, long time, but Audio Feed was the first time I'd ever seen his set. This is Never Have I Found. I walked under the blood red moon And I've seen those wolves gather round I've spent some time with the devil But never have I found another Christiana Benton of The Still Small Voice is yeah. with The Antidote. <laughs> Hi, good to be here. I said the band name right. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle with a lot of things sometimes. It is kind of a tongue twister, so that's okay. I get it. Can you say The Antidote? The Antidote? You're good. Yeah. Okay, you're in. Well, you get to stay. We're going to keep on talking. You're fired, I guess. <laughs> Just kidding. How did the band all come to be? Um... I started out as a solo project um, a while back, and everything was kind of more folky, too. But it was just me and an acoustic guitar. I wrote songs in my room. I kind of taught myself how to play and learned how to play more and more by writing songs. So then when I moved to Nashville five and a half years ago, it was just a slow process of 
you know, saving money to make a record with a friend who could produce in their house and bringing in different friends that I knew uh, around the city to play on that. So over the course of time, uh, we've just kind of figured out what sound it is that we want to make, which is actually sometimes the hardest part of playing music. I love so many genres and types of music, so just figuring out, okay, what do we want to sound like? What are we trying to say? and finding the right people to be involved and the right producer and all that stuff. So it's just been kind of a slow climb. Okay, so you're happy with what you're doing now, mm -hmm. but if you could only choose one genre to perform in, what would it be? <laughs> well, we kind of call ourselves melodic indie rock. So it's indie rock with a little bit of ambience to it. Um, we get our cues from Copeland and Jimmy Eat World, and we also like bands like Manchester Orchestra, and I tend to write moodier lyrics, so we try to kind of create some breathing space and some a little bit more of a shimmery sound or something a little prettier and beautiful to balance out the kind of, I guess, angst in the lyrics, but so to speak. I'm not afraid of that word, but yeah. But no angst in the band. Oh, there's so much angst. We're a bunch of late 20-year-olds with teen angst still remaining <laughs> sorry yeah you never have to make somebody ride on the roof of the van though do you no but we almost kicked Corey out because he uh he just won't stop snapchatting which i think everybody will just stop listening to this but i think snapchat is the most obnoxious form of social media that exists <laughs> but it's fine talk about the change you switch from being a solo artist to now being surrounded by band members mm -hmm. was that a struggle um like I said, it, it was a struggle to let go of control a little bit um, and just trust people to be reliable and to know that they really believe in what we're doing. Um, but no, I really like it better. You know, when you're by yourself, it's a little simpler. You don't have to schedule around a bunch of people's lives and you can just practice by yourself in your room, but there's an element of community and just like teamwork that's so much more gratifying. Um, and it feels like something bigger than yourself. So that's really cool. The songs that we're about to put out, when I listen to them, I really enjoy them because I don't even see myself so much reflected in them as I see like all my friends and their hard work. So it's pretty cool. And you said you've got a new song for us that's coming out. Do you want to name yeah. it and tell us about it? Yeah, we have a song called Bliss. It's off our coming EP called Manage. Um, and we're about to release a music video for it pretty soon that our friend Emily took while we were in the studio. It's actually about growing up in church and, and the tension that you experience when you are hurt by people who claim to understand how the universe works. Um, I kind of grew up in like weird culty church environments and have had to come to terms with that and have been tempted a lot of times to throw the baby out with the bathwater, um, but have yet to do that. That song is me reconciling all of that. So it means a lot to me. Christiana from The Still Small Voice, thanks for joining The Antidote. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
was an exclusive listen to a beautiful song, Bliss from the upcoming release Manage from the Still Small Voice. Now our next artist, Jason Burroughs, for some reason describes his style as bedroom pop. I don't believe it, but see what you think on Voyagers. Just to remind me that my 
if she only lives in your mind? What if the hollowed out feeling is a memory that I can barely find? Where does faith come in when it's already been confirmed that she has died? What if the future's just Every day the same from Hotel Books, who's normally really a spoken word artist, but he's sort of stretching himself on his final album. That almost finishes our look into some of the artists found at the Music Fest. And hopefully you've found a new favorite just like my wife did. Well, next week, the antidote's going to meet with a new favorite for me. The Denver-based alt-rock band Medic has put out one of the best albums I've heard in 2016. You'll get a chance to hear me rave all about it when Medic's lead vocalist and songwriter Aaron Wagner comes for a talk about Olympus. During Audio Feed, I met with another of my favorites, Trooper, a great band and one of the friendliest bands you could ever meet. They have a brand new, perfect full length. All Things Are Shadow, and this song title could also be used to describe their change in style. Enjoy Hope of Something Different, and we'll see you next week.
can always hold All I know Is you can always hold So just hold Is you can always hope